There we go. Sound check's done. Yeah. Hi. <clears throat> Testing one, two. Looks good. Yeah, good. Levels look really good. Welcome back, by the way. Thank you. It's your first day back. Usually, we, we try to put out podcast episodes on Monday, but you weren't here. You were flying back from Maryland. Yes, I am from Westminster, Maryland. That is my hometown. In and, um, Westminster, Maryland. Born and raised. Uh, na, 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 spent all of my days. I'm trying to think, where did I spend all of my days? Hmm. Probably at, In your, my at, your, at your drug dealer's house. In my basement playing Tetris. <laughs> In wow. West, Mr. Maryland, born, <laughs> born and raised in the basement playing Tetris most of my days. Yeah, we're getting there. Yeah, um, it was good. It was good to go home. It's uh, that's where all my people are. My parents are divorced, but my dad lives there. My mom lives in Bel Air, which is not far. Um, <laughs> oh, she really lives in Bel Air. Oh my god, I didn't even like connect the dots on that. That's hilarious. And oh my gosh, that's funny. I didn't know there was a Bel Air, Maryland. There yeah, you go. There is. Um, oh, you know. So she lives there. My sister lives in Westminster also. So yeah, so I get to see all the people when I go. Are you the weir- are you the black sheep of the family because you left the area? <laughs> Not because I left, but oh! I'm definitely the black sheep of the family. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's cool that Kansas City is my home now and um and, and it honestly feels like the most stable place I've ever been because my parents were divorced and there was just some turmoil and this and that. You know, this is yep. this is my home. I feel like it's my city. I feel like it's you know, I'm raising my kids here. We have roots here now. So it feel I love where I live, but it is fun to go home and I think you probably feel that when you go to St. Louis, kind of mm-hmm. drive around, look at all the old places you used to hang out and stuff. I like taking I remember taking the less than ten minutes drive to my best friend Willie's house and how long that drive seemed and now living here like I live in Lee Summit but we regularly you know, drive to Westport every day for work and then I'll go to a, a live broadcast in Olathe or in the Northland like it's not uncommon to be in like three different suburbs of Kansas City in one day for me and to to think about it I'll, I'll do that drive when I get home over to Willie's house and how close it was how close it is now and like how like this is a, this is right up the road but it seems like it's so far away when you're a kid it really is crazy how the world gets smaller as you get older I love that you said that because do you remember me talking on the air I think or maybe it was the podcast about my bus stop when I was little and I said it was like a half a mile or a mile away something mm. like that Mike we drove by that whole area it, it's not. It's, I mean, it's, it's right up the street. It's, I remember walking it though, and especially if it was raining, which really sucked. But right. it, it was okay. It sure wasn't right out steps. by my driveway, yeah. but it was definitely a walk, but not, not nearly the distance that I imagined. Or when I go back to my dad's house, which is the house that I basically grew up in. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking how big the rooms were, and when you go back now as an adult, it's just not. It's a very modest house. If you ever get the opportunity to go back to a a home, or I live in like a townhouse or whatever, but like, yeah, go back to your childhood place and just remember like how big you thought it was. My dad lived in the same house for like 20 years, so I would always go to that house, and I, I... I know I can I can still I have that whole house memorized in my head Mm -hmm. still because but like if I went back there now I think about it and it's literally just it's like one big line and it's not even like a room where the house is like you walk in there's living room and then the kitchen and then formal room and then all the bedrooms like it was a small house but it seemed I get it normally sized at the time the backyard seemed huge I bet Mm -hmm. if I walked into that backyard I'd be like this backyard is tiny like I bet you I would it's crazy. No, it's so wild just to see everything from an adult perspective, and you know. Um, but it was it was a great visit. I got to spend a lot of really good quality time talking to each of my family members. And what's really crazy, my sister has six kids, mm-hmm. and they're all grown. And one of them, she lives in Florida, 
And, you know, they're just, they're busy with their own lives now. Yeah. But what was incredible is everybody happened to be home and everybody was around. I got to spend a lot of time with, with all of my nieces and nephews, which doesn't usually happen. Yeah. Which one of your so. family members besides your mom is your, is like your favorite? My favorite? Um, or do they listen? Should we not say? You know, because I, I know your mom listens, so you notice I said besides your mom. See what I did there? Good morning, Willie. It's well, good. my mom obviously knows she's my favorite. Duh. But uh, I can't really even say. You know what? I'll tell you, I'm going to tell you right now. My half-brother, Adam, so when my dad remarried, had my half-brother. So mm-hmm. we share the same dad, but not the same mom. He is a great human being. Cool. And we really didn't know each other very well growing up because we're 10 years apart. So mm-hmm. that's just a big difference. Yeah. But as adults, we've become closer. And um, he's come out to Kansas City a few times and spent some lengthy periods of time. And it, we, I really enjoy him. He's just hey. a good human being. Shout out Adam. Yeah. And he is a new dad. And I got to meet my brand new niece while I was there. Mm, how and old? And she's precious. Uh, she's just a few months old. And just teeny tiny and sweet. I got to feed her a bottle. You know how you know me with babies. You're a like, psycho with bottles and psycho. babies. Yeah. You, you, I remember one time I had Chandler here in studio. And you FaceTimed your mom just so you could talk about her thighs. Yeah. Baby thighs are the best. Like, that's weird. I know. It is weird, but I can't even help myself. Like, so it, I had the best time. I spent the first part of that particular day holding her and just loving on her. And then I got to go over to my sister's house and meet my great nephew. So my sister's son, Max, he and his wife just had a baby. So it's my great nephew, which makes me feel a thousand years old. Yeah. But I got yeah. to you're love on him. You're an old lady now. You're an old hag. I know. Pretty soon you're going to have a bunch of cats. Well, speaking of cats, I got to see Sherman, my dad's cat. You know how much that cat means to my dad. Yeah, he loves Sherman more than he loves you, I that, think. That, and I, we joke about that, but I'm like kind of well, thinking that might sees, be true. He sees Sherman every day. That's true. He doesn't see you that often. Mm-hmm. Larry hasn't been out to KC in a while. So he's still like, because uh, he's got some health issues. So like, the, even though like COVID's not a thing anymore, but yeah. like, you know, if he were to contract that, it would be he would be of a higher risk. Yeah, right? he, he would. Um, and he's okay. He's healthy right now, but yeah. um, he well, he's got the sugar issues and stuff. But that's fine. We can work uh-huh. around that. But he needs to uh, he needs to come out. My dad doesn't love to fly. I mean, you are the only person I know that actually loves to fly. Love I, don't, I think a lot of us just do it because we have to. Well, like I mean, don't, I, I don't enjoy the airport thing, but the fact that like so, my dad lives in Pennsylvania. The fact that I can be at my dad's house in two hours. Yeah. And if I were to drive that, it would be 14. And let me tell you, my travels, I get it. This weekend, I mean, same. It's like a, I don't know, 20 hour drive or something if I were to drive to Maryland and back, or, you know, eat one Mm. way, 20 hours. But that's that far. It's 20 hours. It's a a long time because my dad's driven it a few times and it's just a lot. It's a lot for him. But, I, I was amazed at just how seamless and amazing my travel experience was. And I was by myself, which I think that's half of it. Usually I'm traveling with kids and so much extra stuff. Oh, and half just of it. That's all of it. Yeah. Just thinking you. about other people. Mm-hmm. And it it is so amazing how quickly I can get things done when it's just me. Mm-hmm. So fast. Had, you know, just easy peasy, really simple, nice flights for the most part. And yeah, it was just overall, it was a really good trip. It was good to go home. It was good to see everybody. By the way, you know, my dad, when he comes up to visit, to meet, to see Chandler, he's always done the drive. Mm-hmm. Finally got, he's coming up at the end of June and he's flying. Really? All on his own. Does he get scared to fly? No, he or? just, he's cheap. He's cheap. He's just cheap. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, oh, I just do the drive. And then he's got like, he's got like friends he grew up with in like Southern Missouri. And, and so he's like, I like driving so I can have my car so I can make the rounds and hit everybody. He's got like friends and family kind of scattered all across mm-hmm. the state. And like, I respect that. But I'm like, dad. You're mainly coming up to see your granddaughter. So tell these bums who you say are friends, you want to see us? We'll be in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. I flew a thousand miles. You can drive a hundred miles. Yeah. I told him, I'm like, we got two guest rooms. So like, I, I, I can put I can put one. I can put somebody in. The, you're, you're obviously taking one guest room, but I have one more. I'm like, Dad, I don't care who it is. If you vouch for them, I'll assume they're cool. And totally. 
Bring them on up. It'll be a little right. weird. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, but if you need to bring them up. But actually, kind of one of the crappy reasons he's coming up is because my dad's going through it. He's uh, in the process of ending a marriage that is 30 years deep, and he's getting them. Anyway, she, uh, and he's pretty much raising a, a nine-year-old that they adopted all on his own down in Florida because the- Which is admirable, the I have step-mom to stepmom actually moved back to Missouri. He lives in like the middle of Missouri. Hmm. And so he's like, I told him, take my car. And he has to bring her up because uh, she's uh, wanting to- See the little girl that she hasn't seen in six months because she's a horrible human. Um, she's like, oh, I want to go see. I want to see my daughter. Like, whatever. anyway, sorry, I'm gonna get real negative if I keep going down this rabbit hole. So he's bringing. So he's flying up with her. Okay. And then flying back by himself, and and she's. Oh, and she's gonna stay. She's gonna stay up here for for in, in Missouri for like a little while or whatever. But um, I gotcha. It's been it's been funny because he's like, yeah. So he's like, he's like, where do you think's a good meeting spot? Like, where should we meet? Because it's like again, she's like in the kind of in the Columbia area. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know exactly where, but somewhere like. Around there, I'd imagine. Um, and I'm like, I think a great place for you to meet is about five minutes up the road from the house. And he's like, no, I was thinking like middle, like halfway. And I'm like, Dad, you are flying her a thousand miles from Pensacola to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. She can drive her lazy ass to Kansas City and pick up. She wants to see the daughter as bad as she said she does. She can drive. She can take the 90 minute drive to Kansas City to pick her up. Now, I've not met your dad in person, but I mm-hmm. feel like I have... I feel like you talk about him so much. I feel mm-hmm. like I know him. I he just sounds like a really big-hearted, almost too big-hearted of well, a guy. Not really, but here here's the thing Are about you my sure? dad. I feel like when maybe they, he gets walked on a hear, little bit. Hear me out on this. Yeah. And but there's a reason because when he okay okay so you know when I stub my toe how furious I get right I, do. Yes. I get that from him. Mm. He 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 was very hot-headed when this whole drama situation he's going through started. Uh, he was still, I think, pretty hot-headed. But when she like finally said, you know, I've had enough, I'm moving on, my dad actually, su- I'm surprised, but I'm so proud of him, he really took some side, he self-reflected, started going to therapy. Like, really, oh, and this nice. is a 65-year-old yeah. man. How many 65-year-old men do you know are going to take the time to go to therapy after and try to better themselves? No, I think that's admirable again. It's that's cr- great. And I can't believe that he's doing that, but he is, and I'm super proud of him for doing yeah. it. Well, shout out my dad. Let's go, dad. No, but I think that's what I'm trying to tell you. It just sounds like your dad's a really good dude with a big heart and kind. He's, he's and gotten, and I, I don't ever think he was a bad person, but they're like like everybody, he had flaws, and he mm-hmm. like chose to work on his flaws, whereas she decided to go have a tour and affair. It doesn't matter. Was like, Can I tell you something? though that's where you get that I think in your personality because yes you stub your toe and you get super mad but you try to work you try to work on things and you you're a person who likes very uncomfortable criticism like uh, constructive mm. criticism but tell I know me you, everything wrong with me oh, mm, I ha- you love it I hate it but um but you you genuinely are a person who takes advice and works on yourself I've watched you do that over the last few years with just different things mostly work stuff we won't go into it like yeah, no, but man it's been hard because like I mean again like the other like I remember I, I took it took way too long to grill this steak because I was trying to grill it to this perfect temperature so and it was it was just a painstaking process and I after I finally got it right where it needed to be and then I dropped it on the deck like it fell mm-hmm. off the plate onto the deck and mm-hmm. I yelled yeah, so many bad words mm-hmm. but then I saw Chandler so I'm like, I'm like, I can't do yeah. that anymore. But, no, but you you work on yourself and it's good and you're I, very self-aware. I think your dad is pro- the same. I think it's where you get it. Good for you. Yeah. Anyway. Go you. Um, I would like to address this before we move on. A lot of people very disappointed in you on Instagram because we did not get to see the pictures of Jenny and mom in the club <laughs> clubbing. What happened? So basically what happened is we went to dinner and it was an awesome dinner. And you know me. That's more What'd my pace. Uh, a veggie lasagna. It was at this really, really good, highly rated restaurant. Veggie pastas. Where it's at. When I got married, they offered like the chicken or they offered the vegetarian. And the vegetarian was some sort of just veggie pasta. I don't think it was lasagna. Mm-hmm. 
But man, it was so good that this I almost delicious. went. I almost went the vegetarian route. Now, what? I'll tell you, I would have gotten the meat lasagna if it existed, but mm. they didn't have it. It was just the veggie. But it, I just lasagna sounded so good to me, so mm-hmm. I got it. And the sauce was ridiculous. It was just so good. Had a really delicious salad to start. Mm-hmm. And um, would you sip on a little beverage of choice? Oh, of course, I had the prosecco. prosecco okay, you yeah. know, but it was uh, it was a delicious meal. And you know me, that's more my pace is to go on a dinner date and then be home by. Eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's just more my style. It's kind of where I am in life right now. Mm-hmm. So we're at the dinner, and I'm kind of like, but I'm, but I know my mom wants to go clubbing, so I'm trying to stay ramped up. Did she tell you, know? you what club she wanted to go to? No idea. Dang. She was considering karaoke. I do know that, which would oh have been a hoot. But uh, so I'm there, with my mom, my sister, and I, and just having a lovely dinner, lovely conversation, and just really took our time. There was some live music at dinner, so it was just a really nice. Outing. We had and what a kind really of music were they time. playing in that live music band? They were playing nineties favorites like the Gin Blossoms, Hootie and the Blowfish, mm. uh, Matchbox Twenty, Third my, Eye Blind. I mean, that all is, the that all is, the nineties. That is the core of my soul, right there. Same. Mm. I love it. So we, but really, we had the live music. It really felt like we had been out for a long time. And I bet there was incredible conversation had at that dinner table. Totally. We hadn't really all been the three of us together in a long time. So we talked about all the things we were having such a good time and getting just a nice, you know, just a nice warm feeling inside from the Prosecco. It was so nice. And then we looked at each other and we were kind of like, huh, well, we could keep this going. We could go out or we could go home, which is what we did and put on our jammies and sat on the couch Mm -hmm. and just kind of. Can I ask you an honest question? You can. At dinner and then post dinner in the jammies at the house. Did you just sit around? Did you like did you talk shit about people? A little bit. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's what you do. I love it. I love it when I get together, especially with my mom. It's with my sister, too. But, you know, it's true. You you can have all the people around you in the world. And I've got my husband and I've got my whole family on his side and all the things. Got my kids, you know. But there's nobody that knows you and knows every ounce of detail of your life other than yourself than a sibling and of course my mother mm-hmm. like so we inevitably always end up talking about the past and just you know sure. our journeys and how one crazy thing led to another and how we all ended up where we are and one thing i'm really proud of our family and i won't go bore everybody with all the details but i'm really proud of our family cuz we broke a lot of cycles there was a lot of dysfunction in past generations that i i credit i do i think our family really broke a lot of those cycles and I like to think we're good people. Yeah, I'm not going to dive into it, but I found out something that is alleged. I cannot prove it. That was the hot rumor about my dad's dad. Yeah. Who, but I never met him. He was dead before I was born. Or, uh, but like my dad ran away from home when he was like 14 because my apparently his father was a piece of shit, like just a horrible human. And uh, I'm not even going to tell you what it is, but I just found something messed up about him. I'm like, ooh, I'm a long way from that. So Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. Um, Hey, real quick, we have an announcement to make. That was not the announcement. We appreciate Spotify podcasters. No, the announcement is that for the first time ever, the Morning After podcast with Mike Keller and Jenny Matthews will not culminate from the Q104 studio uh, for one day only, July 10th. It's a Monday. Sorry, that's the day that works for everybody. It's Monday, July 10th at 6 p.m. We will record an episode of the podcast live at Sail Away Wine in Let's North Kansas go. City. I'm excited about this. Our first live broadcast. Yeah, they uh, reached out to us after we had had some sort of a conversation about wine at the uh, at just on the morning show and how I like my dark, dry reds and how you are not a wine person unless it's sparkling. And we were contacted by Sail Away, and they're like, listen. And they, especially with you, they're like, Jenny, we are going to find a wine you like. And I think they will. And I think you'll go in with an open mind. And as long as you do, I think we'll find something. 
here's what I forgot to tell you about my trip this past weekend that correlates with this conversation. Ooh. We went to a winery. Um, you know, I grew up in Westminster, Maryland, which is, again, I've talked about how beautiful rolling hills and mm-hmm. farms and just a be- it truly is a beautiful place. And this winery was just in the thick of all of that. So it was a lovely time. And I thought to myself, huh, look at me going to a winery. I don't like wine, but I do like sparkling, so yeah. surely there'll be something. Yeah. And I would assume that where we're going to be doing our podcast will also offer, they had several sparkling varieties. I had some sort of a sparkling rosé. Mm. Delicious. Oh, yeah, you are definitely, a, I could see you as a rosé gal, and that's me stereotyping, and I apologize. Rosé all it, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, well, but it gave me, I was thinking about it. I was like, oh, okay. So this is great because I loved it, and I thought they'll they'll definitely have something of that variety. Yeah. It's it's right along the main drag there in North KC on Armor Road. Mm-hmm. Like you know where that big main drag North Kansas City, the oh, big yeah. sign and everything. It's right there. Sail away wine Monday, July tenth at six p.m. All are welcome to show. We expect a maximum probably a dozen people to actually show up for this podcast, but whatever. Yeah. Come on out. We'll have a good time. We'll try to grab some t-shirts or something, and uh, would love it. You know, maybe just so we could get a count. If you are, if you're listening to this and this sounds great and you're planning on being there, shoot us um, an email. You can just email me, Jenny, at Q104KC.com. J-E-N-N-Y. Yeah. And just let us know. just so Because if we do, ha- it's kind of fun if we do have just a tiny little crowd because we could bring some special things. Yeah. You know, whereas if there were 50 people, we probably couldn't find that many things right. to give. Um, and I also know that... Um, Oh, hold on, I'm going back through my emails in my head. But mm-hmm. we're going to have uh, one of their, uh, their, they have a connoisseur who's there. That's one of the reasons we're doing it on a Monday night, because that's when their connoisseur is there. So is, she's going to sit down and talk with us. It was funny, because she's like, can she sit down for an interview? And I'm like, oh, we don't have interviews. We have conversations with yeah. interesting people. Like, this is not going to be it. So tell us about your want. Like, no, it's not going to be boring. Is she Potentially. Is that how you say it? Yeah, it is. Sommelier. Stop it. Yeah. I had no idea. I've only seen the word. Sommelier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's gonna teach it, and she's the one I think who's hell bent on finding you a wine that's not sparkling that you like. That's Although it's gonna be tough because I saw you—you you did at the Lake of the Ozarks. You tried Moscato. Ugh, I did not like it. And you did not like it, and that's okay. But but that, but that's how we learn. Do you know what I've not tried though? And I like the sparkling rosé. Mm-hmm. I've never tried just like a rosé. Okay, that'll be that's next. I'm start there. Yeah, I don't know. We'll try. We'll see. <gasps> Speaking of th- trying new things. I took your advice and I bought some Waterloo sparkling water. Oh, yes. Because I, I told you I, I've been trying to kick this soda habit, but I still like oh it'll be gosh. like a it'll be like one in the afternoon on a Tuesday and I will just be jonesing for a soda. The fizz. Uh, so I bought the um, you recommended it. Blackberry Berry lemonade. lemonade. Yes. Didn't love that. Oh, that's my favorite. Yeah. Then like so it. now I got a cherry limeade. Okay. I like it better. I don't like cherries, so I would hate that. Here's but you the would problem. Love it. Yeah. It's much better with vodka, as I discovered the other night. No, I will <laughs> tell you. Delicious. I don't really enjoy vodka, but I every time I drink it, I think to myself, if somebody really wanted to spice this up, it would be an excellent yeah. mixer. And I just poured like twenty percent vodka, eighty yeah. percent drink, and it was. Perfect. I even got a little buzz off. I was like, woo, the here we go. The thing with the sparkling waters, first of all, Waterloo, I wish they would sponsor me in life because I'm truly, I talk about them all the time and they're not paying me to do so, but I do, I love their product. But it, it with sparkling water, you know, I it, it takes a minute to get used to it. It's kind of like when I went from sweet tea to unsweet tea, mm-hmm. takes a minute. But then once, now I'm all in, I tried to drink a regular Sprite the other day. Too sweet? It was too sweet. Yeah, that's what I'm running into right now is it's not sweet enough. But I know that. I know yeah, you'll get there. that if I keep drinking it and trying yes. it, and I, the cherry limeade, I think, has a little more of a sweet flavor to it than the blackberry lemonade did. Mm-hmm. There's one that's like a tropical fruit. 
that I might try. Ooh, I haven't seen that. And one. then there's a lemon lime, which I wonder if it's just like Sprite. Yeah, it is. It's it's like Sprite without the sugar, obviously. Right. But um, that I love that one with any meal because it's so just sort of simple. You know, sometimes the blackberry lemonade, the flavor just doesn't taste quite right with a certain kind of food. But I didn't enjoy the blackberry lemonade. That's Katie loves it though, so she's gonna finish that off, and I'm starting the cherry limeades. It's good. all good. Anyway. Cycling this conversation back to the original beverage, which is wine. Mm -hmm. Monday, July tenth, we would love a live audience there. Like if if you got, it's going to be six p.m. is when we're going to start. We'll probably get there a little. I got to get there early and and set all the equipment up and everything. But six p.m. is when we'll hit the record button. We'll go, and we would love it. And you can cheer or make fart noises in the background. I don't care as long as it sounds like you're there and it makes it sound like really good. We appreciate that. Excited about it. And thank you to Sail Away for reaching out to us and saying, "Hey, they they want to do like a whole morning show there." And I'm like, it does not make sense to do a, a show at a winery at six in the morning. No, it absolutely does not. But you're like, right. They reached out to us and we appreciate them for it. Another thing that was reached, we got reached out to, I'm just going to read this, okay? Mm-hmm. Hello, Mike Keller and Jenny Matthews. I am a general manager of Lion's Choice in the Kansas City market. We are a real roast beef restaurant from the St. Louis area. Been mm-hmm. in business 56 years, five locations, listed all the locations. Love the show and the station. I know you're familiar with LC, Lion's Choice, and have done some events with us. Here are 10 free roast beef coupons for you and your coworkers to use at any of the locations. Thank you to Wendy and the team very, very much Thank for you, sending Wendy. these. That was really sweet. Hey, to we got send that this. today, actually, the day we're recording. And is this like is this for like a roast beef sandwich? Or are they literally just handing us a pound of roast beef? Like, it what's... says free original roast beef, so I just assume that's the sandwich. Um, that is so incredibly kind. And we Good are grateful. curly fries there too at the Lion's Choice. That's yeah. like it's I mean that that the curly fry there is next level. But you know what I do you know what I love? I love like the reach out from the wine place. I love the reach out from this. It's like shoot again, we always say shoot your shot, but Absolutely. Like, I mean, and we, not because we're collecting free stuff. Like, yes, we have coupons now, you know, so we're winning at life. It's just more like, I love people that just go for it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Go for it. So shoot your shot anytime. If, I mean, you don't have to give us anything. But especially but, if you want to give us free stuff. I mean, though. if you want to give us free No, but if you, want, if you just, you know, like a shout out for your, maybe you're a small business, you just can't start it. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I'd love to help people out. What are we doing? I'm anyway, for everybody. Monday, okay. July 10th, Sailway Wyatt. We'll see you there. Let's move on. Um, oh, let's move on to Jimmy Allen. You want to save that for last because we got that in the Luke Combs concert. Uh, let's end with something light, and that'll be Luke Combs. I okay. think it's smart to do this here because this is not a pleasant topic at all. So uh, Jimmy Allen, oh gosh, it was just a few months ago. We found out I think it was that eight months ago. I mean, it was not well out. beyond that. A few months ago, we found out that he and his wife. Um, were parting ways. And at that point, there was no information other than they were just parting ways. And it just seemed sad. Like, oh, dang it. Like, I'm so sorry. Because she's three months pregnant with their third child? Something like that. Or second, I can't remember. But they... um, I just thought that was sad that they were splitting up in their marriage. But it happens. And, you know, sometimes people just aren't right for each other and whatever. Um, But then, yeah, like a month ago, we heard the information that he was being sued by his former day-to-day manager because she claims sexual assault. Now, I'm just going to keep it real and tell you my opinion. I don't want to victim shame or anything because there could be total validity to everything that she's saying. It's just hard for me because they had a relationship for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. I guess they split, you know, even though he's totally cheating on his wife, whatever. Uh, Then she decides to press all of these charges, accusing him of being a little aggressive and whatever. And again, I don't know. I'm that's I don't I don't know, but I it's very difficult for me to latch onto stories like that because so much time has passed and mm. they had a relationship. Yeah, and it was and it was oh, right after the breakup, now I'm pressing charges. Yes. Like that's that the timing is suspicious. It's and a that is a suspicious. fair thing to say. What I would say, what's what I always say, I was like, that's a heck of an allegation. Um prove it. 
and I'm 100% on your side. Totally. But I can't, especially me as a man, heaven forbid, like, you know, any woman in Kansas City could say, Mike Keller uh, Mike, sexually assaulted me. And like, there are people who would just believe it, even if I've never yep. met her. Like, it's crazy. Raising a son for this reason is absolutely terrifying. And I know he's only 10, but the, you know, it's going to be a couple mm-hmm. years. He's going to be interested in girls. And it is terrifying because in our world, it's he said, she said, or she said, he said, or whatever. And it's just... Um, it's just really scary. And so I always look at these things with a very close eye and try to really see both sides and, and, and see because it it's just a slippery slope and it's terrible. I mean, I think accusation, we just need to be careful. And as women, we need to be careful with accusations because you could really ruin someone's life. Not to mention, there are some women who like uh, men to pursue them. Yeah. Men can't pursue anymore. Mm-hmm. You have right. to ask politely, right. excuse me, I think you will, may I buy you a drink and have a conversation? Yes or no. And if she says no, you got to get. Because if you say, oh, come on, please, boom, sexual harassment. Like, you got to get out. We can't pursue you anymore. That's just, and I understand that. And because there are some people who do keep nagging or keep nagging and nagging and and like try to really get these women to come on, come on, you should totally have a drink. And like, those guys got to go. But Mm -hmm. like, for those women who do enjoy the chase, that is not going to be possible anymore in today's society. Well, so all of that happened with Jimmy Allen and, um, then we got some news yesterday this came yeah, out. Yeah, this news came out Monday, June 12th. A second woman has filed a lawsuit accusing Jimmy Allen of sexually assaulting her. This is nothing to do with the sexual assault charge filed by his day-to-day manager last month. Here is the story. Now, everything you're about to hear mm-hmm. is alleged. Yeah, totally. Nothing has been proven. I'm reading you this story from Variety Magazine, and I want you to know that what this is is the claim that this woman has made against Jimmy Allen. None of this has been proven in a court of law. Jimmy Allen is innocent until proven guilty in the United States of America. So I want you to know that as of now, as, as I'm reading this, this on June 13th, 2023, Jimmy Allen is, is, is an innocent man until proven otherwise. But here is the story according to Variety Magazine. Jimmy met the woman on a plane in May of 2022, got her number, and pursued her for months. He told her that he and his wife had separated and that he was falling in love with her. They finally met up in Las Vegas sometime last year. Now, she agreed to go to his hotel room and did consent to having relations. She did also tell him there would be limitations because she wasn't on birth control. Jimmy agreed to everything, but once things got started, again, this is her story, once things got started, he did not honor that. Despite her repeated requests to stop, he allegedly even said he wanted to get her pregnant. Mm. When it was over, he passed out. She tried to wake him up, but couldn't, so she left. But on the way out, she saw his phone in the closet that had been recording everything. She took the phone with her, flew home, and turned it into her local police department. Now, according to this lawsuit, several other, according to the lawsuit, several other people will be able to corroborate her story. We'll see if that happens. That includes a friend she called immediately afterwards, plus employees of the hotel where it happened. She is suing him for battery, assault, invasion of privacy, and emotional distress. Of note, and I want to get to this. Jimmy's record label has now dropped him because of the second assault charge. They fired him, basically. They had originally suspended activity with him, but now they are completely cutting ties. 
Now that I've told you the story, I want to reiterate because these people get crazy. No, I know. This is a story that has been reported by Variety Magazine. I have not been able to prove any of this. I am reading you the story of her point of view from Variety Magazine. I'm going to tell you, though, if if there is phone evidence of this, which is like, you know me, I watch court TV and I watch trials all Mm -hmm. the time. I cannot tell you. First of all, if you're going to commit a crime of some sort, don't take your phone with you. Like, that's the dumbest thing you could do. Thanks, Jenny. Appreciate it. Also, try not to commit crimes. But um, (laughs) (laughs) but the fact if she I mean, that that sounds like there's some serious uh, undisputable evidence. Yeah. Now we'll have to see or, you know, we'll see what happens once that is admitted. We'll see what happens here. What I think is um, obviously this whole story is terrible. And man, I hope it's not true. I hope she's lying, but it, it sure doesn't sound like it. And it does seem like there may be a pattern developing here. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it all I'm a big proponent of it. it. all has to be proven. But boy, it's not looking good. What's interesting to me is that very last little paragraph there that his record label has fired him. I know. Here's the thing, man. Record labels in the industry will go to bat for you if oh. you are a talent. Like they, yeah. they will help you, kind of like Nike and Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was as a jerk. There's a lot. I mean, pick but your celebrity. Nike, yeah, yeah, Nike or Tiger Woods, right? Yeah. Nike really helped him cover up a lot and really worked with him and helped him rebuild his image. Mm-hmm. Record labels do the same thing. Like if you're, if they believe you're a star, and they believe Jimmy's a star. Yeah, don't get he, it wrong. I mean, let's be fair. He's got extreme musical talent. Oh my God, his songs are good. We've had the opportunity to interview him a couple times. He's a hilarious oh. interview. Great dude to talk to. Yeah, was, and he was, was definitely a rising star. Mm-hmm. At for the record label to drop him. Yeah. That opens my eyes into like, ooh, I think these claims might be valid. Now, this is my opinion, what I know, but like record labels are big to like defend their artists and really like take care of them and help them PR wise. So for the record label Mm -hmm. to say we're not dealing with this and to drop him screams to me, okay, I think there's some validity to this claim. I think the record label maybe knew about some of this stuff because, you know, Jimmy probably confides them privately and says, all right, here's what happened. This is what's going to come out. Yeah, heads up. And uh, I. The, the record label dropping him to me is a huge red flag that, uh-oh, this story might, you know, this might be an absolutely valid story. You know, also the fact, like, let's think about his wife. I want to say this would be their third child, but she's pregnant again, you know, and I think she's just a few months in on the pregnancy. Okay. Um, just, just looking at it from that perspective, too, I mean, she called it Splitsville immediately, and that's the end of that, you mm-hmm. know, and you... You think, especially being pregnant, that if there was just some question about it, I mean, there's no, it doesn't look like she's supporting him in this in Mm-mm. in any way, shape, or form. And I don't know. I mean, obviously, she's, she's ticked. I would be ticked. But you'd also have to take a step back and think, okay, but this is the father of my children. And, you know, this mm-hmm. is, I am married. And, you know, you'd. In some situations, you can find some some support there of some kind, and it looks like there's zero. Like She's this like, is, dude, I'd rather you just be out completely. I'm out. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, Man. these claims are, are scary. Like I said, anyone can say anything about anybody, um, but... Man, Jimmy, like, what are you thinking? And then that's what frustrates me about just cheating in general, but... I mean, have you seen his wife? She's stunning. She's a total hottie. I haven't seen his wife, but no, I... She's yeah, gorgeous. I, I don't see... I don't know how to say this without sounding mean. It's not meant to, but I could. I don't see Jimmy Allen with an ugly woman or even well, an average no. woman, right? Like yeah, he's she's Jimmy gorgeous. Allen is a star. She's like, stunning. Yeah. And just looking through her Instagram page and stuff, and beautiful kids and a beautiful mm. family, and just like the support that she's shown to him. Like that's my man. And you know, he was hosting. Was it the ACMs? I think he was co-hosting with. Dolly Parton, maybe? Am I making I that know. up? I don't know. He's co-hosted something. And she's like, you know, just put just put these like proud wife posts and stuff. And just to think he was doing all that stuff behind her back, if it's true, it's just heartbreaking. And it just yeah. as as I feel for her as a woman, because it would make me question everything about myself. Like, how did I not see any of this? I hope 
I hope there's a day where Jimmy can come out and say, ha ha, I just proved that everything that was said about same. me was fake. Yeah, same. Man, I hope so. I know. Right now, the from, from, from what the information we have now as of June 13th, 2023, of the information we have now... It does look. And, and, I don't and he's wanna, admitted to the cheating. I mean, he's admitted to yeah, that. Yeah, the cheating, but the sexual assault, man. Like, oh no, God, right, I but, hope it's not. Like, Jimmy, I yeah. hope that's not true, man. But if it is, Ugh. if it's true, man, like, shame on you, man. That's that's so. It's just so bad. It's really tra- it's sad. Like, and I'm just sorry. It's a horrible thing all to do. The way that's a horrible thing to do. We've got it, to turn that around, though, and God. talk about the Luke Combs concert because that's a happy time that I missed. I was in Maryland visiting the fam, which was Ooh. a wonderful time as well. But Ooh. I am bummed that I missed that big show at Arrowhead. Yeah, last story, and then we got to run. But I tell you what, so this Luke Combs concert, a couple of interesting things happened. One, for the first time, I had to, I would have liked to have gotten to the stadium earlier, but I had to wait for a babysitter. Right. Right. So I don't. I'm in Lee's Summit, and I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm a. 10-minute drive or less from Arrowhead Stadium. It is not far. So I'm just going to map out my day for it. It's 4.30. Babysitter shows up. We are out the door at 4.45. We are, I can see Arrowhead, and it's not even 5 o'clock yet. Now, I am not going to sit here and pretend like I don't have wonderful privileges with my job as a radio station, yeah. a radio guy. Guess what? I get to meet people. Lainey Wilson's there. I'm going to go meet Lainey Wilson. Very, very pumped to meet Lainey. She is my favorite artist on this radio station right now. They said, Mike, you got to be in line for the Laney meet and greet at 540. I pull up to Arrowhead. It is 455. I have 45 minutes and Arrowhead's within sight. I missed it. What? I didn't meet Laney. Because it took took an hour to park my car at Arrowhead Stadium at 455 p.m. It took an hour to park my car. And I didn't even go in the main entrance off the interstate. For those of you who know, I went on Raytown Road, south of everything, like the complete opposite sides of the interstate. Oh I went in that at gate four, for those who know. I went, they, 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 they let you in, and then you have to do a complete circle around this entire parking lot before you're finally at this one little bottleneck that lets you in to where the spots are. Ooh. But people can't get in because the one place they had it open, all these pedestrians are crossing the street there to, to get to the stadium. If I'm a pedestrian, I'm not going to stop. Like, I don't blame the pedestrians there. It was horrible that management sucks. by the parking people. And, mm-hmm. I, and I don't know who is to blame. There's a lot of wonderful employees that I saw who are working their butts off and, mm-hmm. and can only do so much. But whoever's in charge of deciding the traffic pattern, get so your shit together. Could you, would you have been better to have Ubered? I don't know. Um, but I'll tell you this. I Because uh, you're but, not that far. But the problem with Ubers were, I, I know people who went to the concert, and we don't ever stay till the end because we want to beat traffic out. But there were people who work here, who weren't able to leave Arrowhead till one in the morning. What? Because the Uber, there's like thousands of people wanting an Uber to get out of there. I would have had to curl up on the grass and go to sleep. I, I would have died, right? Anyway, I don't know what can be done oh about God. that situation, but the fact is, is that I got there, it, it took me an hour to get my car parked and I missed getting the opportunity. And look, I'll get another opportunity. I'm not going to sit here because I sound like a spoiled brat right now. But like Lainey's one that I've only met her. Well, I say only. I met her once. It was long, it was with you in Nashville. Remember when uh, Wait, she came well, by for the interview? Yeah, and she we t- saw her in Jason Aldean though. Oh yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. But we were so excited. I was so I didn't really talk to her that much there because I was reading the camera for when you got to meet Brittany. That's right. So I, I and thank you. And well, and and honestly, like. At that point in time, when she opened up for the Jason Aldean show, like I wasn't really as big. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, she's good. Oh, no, but I, I wasn't it. a huge fan that I am now. She's a much bigger star now than she was then. So I understand and, that. Uh, 
I, Dang it, that sucks. I'm sorry. I know you're so, really and look, looking forward again, to that. Again, I realize I'm being a spoiled brat, and, and like there are people who will never get to meet Lainey Wilson. I, I respect that. It, it is one of the cool perks of the job. It's one of the reasons I got into it. For but the you cool know perks. what really sucks for you is that this is. I feel like that the universe is blocking you from mm-hmm. her because remember you and your wife were supposed to go see her in St. Louis in Columbia or or Columbia, and um, Chandler got sick, and you guys. Oh no, you all got sick. We the got stomach sick. bug. The 24 and hour violent, disgusting stomach bug, and, and it was no during that 24 hour phase. You were supposed to hang out with her a little bit there too, mm-hmm. and didn't get that chance. Dang it, the universe is preventing you from hanging out with Lainey Wilson. Mm-hmm. So I noticed, though, at the show, uh, just from what I saw on social media, it looked like an amazing, sold-out Luke Combs show, mm-hmm. but that Patrick Mahomes came out. He did. So, so what tell was, me that how that all happened. So what was cool, I'll give you a little behind the scenes, what was cool about that is, um, actually, you know what, let me get to that. Fast forward, we get parked, everything is good, I go and I'm able to acquire the meet and greet, and I got um, two meet and greet stickers to, for, for Luke Combs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, because I didn't think I was going to get to say hello to Luke. And I ended up getting an opportunity, which I was very blessed to. And I, I open it, and it's me and my two friends who had traveled in from St. Louis to go to this concert with me. Yeah. I open up the envelope, and I have two Luke Combs meet and greet passes. So you got to pick one person to go with you. No, I didn't do that. I said, I gave it to them. Oh, I said, that's nice. you, their husband and wife, like, I'm not going to, I'm like, no. Like, you guys well, no, go. I didn't know if Kiss Katie, was she there? Katie was not there. Oh, okay. Katie, I'm yeah. thinking that she would have been bummed if she didn't. Get no, to no, no. So we went. So I, uh, I just gave the tickets to them, oh, and they that's went, nice. and they got to go meet Luke, and they, and I saw the picture, and it was a great picture of them, and I was, I was super pumped for that. So uh, whatever. Anyway, sit down, watch the show, and as I'm sitting down, um, you know, obviously when you sit down at Arrowhead, for everyone is looking at the field or looking at the stage, right? That's what you do. I sit down and five minutes later, everyone in my section is turned around looking behind me. I'm like, what's going on? We're on the side of the stadium where like the towers, all the broadcasts and all the suites are, that that side of Arrowhead. And we look back and sure enough, man, right behind us, Patrick Mahomes waving at the crowd. He's, uh, his, he's in the owner's suite, which is like 10 rows behind us and just up in the suite area. Right? I wonder what that's like for him to be there. He's at Arrowhead where he is all the time, mm. but like he's he's there just as a spectator. Yeah. You know, he's there to watch a great concert. That's he is, funny. and he he was very adamant about making sure he was there in time mm-hmm. to see Laney Wilson. He is a huge Laney fan. Like who isn't? Exactly right. right. So he said he actually at one point motioned to the crowd because they're all going MVP. But Laney had started singing and he's waving the crowd. He's saying, "Shut up! This is her time to shine." He's like he's like he's like waving his hands. No 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 and and like pointing at the stage. Like turn around and watch her. Yes. Like watch her. Yes, which I appreciate. So he. Uh, yeah, and so he was, and he, yeah, but in between songs, he would step out and he would wave at the crowd and chug a Coors Light or whatever and doing his, he was awesome. I stayed up, because again, I'm not dealing with that traffic. So we stayed up until he played Fast Car, mm-hmm. which is he played Fast Car with probably 20 minutes left in his set. So I'm like, okay, we got most of the show. I'm going to get out now. I get out, and then I see on social media the next day that Patrick had gone up at the end of the night and shotgun to oh, beer. So I didn't. Gone it. So you missed that too. But you know what? Ugh. I am okay missing that because I, I guarantee that was at the very end of the night. Yeah. And I guarantee, like me watching Patrick and Luke shotgun a beer in person would have been cool. Is it worth waiting to get out of a parking lot for three hours? It is not. I know. That's I made where the right I've become, call. I've become my dad in that way. Like I remember he used to make us leave early from everything we ever went to because mm. he didn't want to fight the traffic. And I, I remember hating it. I was like, this, you suck. Yeah, <laughs> this is well, terrible. Growing up and going to baseball games, we'd uh, go to Carter's yeah, games. Oh, yeah. And I always told my mom, mom, real fans stay till the end. You know what? As an adult, I'm like, guess I'm not a real fan. No, not a real fan. But guess what else I'm not? Waiting in traffic like you, sucker. I'm out of no, here. I totally get my it. My God. Okay. And then real quick, because we have got... We've got things to to get to after this podcast, but one thing that I think Kansas City could improve upon, this is not me hating, because I, look, I love our show, and I critique our show all the time, because I want it to be better. 
we have got to get better about people getting too wasted in the parking lot. And a lot of people are going to agree with me on this. Um, we had a woman in front of us who you could tell had probably been tailgating since the gates opened, yeah. right? Maybe even before that. And this woman was blackout by the time Lainey took the stage. Mm-hmm. Seven, she's right in front of us. And I'm telling you, man, she was just weird. And I'm not trying to like dog this way. I didn't get her name or anything. And I'm sorry. And well, I am kind of dogging you, but honestly, you were a terrible person. Oh, so no. I'm going to dog you oh, no. because this woman was nuts. And you could tell she was just blackout drunk, but she would, she would turn around and look at us. And like, well, while we were watching the show, I'm trying to watch Lainey. I'm trying to watch Riley. And like, she, she was just, she was doing a lot of weird stuff. These weird drunk old lady dance moves you know and i'm and i'm like hey have fun you're not bothering me have fun but then like she would do some stuff that was stupid and we would chuckle a little bit drunk people are hilarious right And you can't help but laugh at them when they're being stupid and this woman i think she caught on that we were kind of chuckling at her and she just so from then on she would just turn around every once in a while and look like a song would be over right and we'd woo, yeah let's go lady yeah she would go woo and but then she would turn around and like try to incite eye contact were you sure she wasn't trying to incite eye contact because she was trying to be like yes let's cheer her on together let's all be one here no. at the concert no it wasn't she was okay. like oh, we're on a podcast so i can't show you but the, the there was a look eye. there was a look she was she was she was trying to make eye contact and then she would just say the weirdest stuff mm-hmm. like there was one time she turned around like, i'm just trying to watch the show and she like taps my knee because I'm standing. She's in front of me, so she's a little lower. So she taps my knee, mm. and I'm like, and I'm like, yeah. And she, I'm like, well, okay. Now I have to acknowledge it, right? Yeah. So I'm like, so I just look down. I'm like, and I, I give her a look, like, hey, what's up? And she's like, I'm sorry. What can I do better? Like, what the? What can I do better? What, what the? Like, you could leave me alone. That's what you could do better. Like, <laughs> don't talk to me, you freak. Like, oh no. Like she was so weird. She you was just so drunk. And yeah, and, and that's all it was. She's probably a wonderful, normal person, but no, she was, and it. she like ruined this guy. And I looked at the face value of these again. Perks of the gig, right? We yeah. get to go to concerts for free. I'm not gonna lie; it's an awesome perk. It's one of the reasons I got into it. But I looked at the face value of these seats, and I'm like, it, I couldn't imagine if I would have paid for those seats, and that woman was ruining my experience. Well, she was awful. I'm gonna even just go further than that. Why are you going to pay an extreme amount of money for concert tickets and get so blackout drunk that you're not even really going to remember, remember it? I, I've never understood that mentality. Don't get me wrong. I like a drink or two. You know what I'm saying? I like well, to catch a little buzz. But to get the people that just get so wasted that they're not even functioning properly. Right. I just don't understand case, that mentality. Cause, and if you want to do that, why not just pay for parking, stay out in the tail in the parking totally. lot and just listen to music and in the parking lot while parking you get lot. yourself blacked out. Right. You're not bothering me anyway. This I don't one, get that. And look, and, and look, I've been to a couple Chiefs games where there's always someone who's just so sorry, but pissed drunk. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, we have got to get better about yeah. that. Like there mm, are way luck. too many people who have <laughs> had way too many. And I love getting all drunked up. It's fun. But mm-hmm. like to the point yeah, there's, that's just I mean, I think that's about good luck. Like you're not going to fight that battle because that's that's true. You know, always that's gonna true. Be. You but, know what battle um, I am going to fight though? Mm-hmm. Can't wait till baseball's downtown. That's for another podcast. That's for another time. <laughs> for another hey, time. I'm glad you had a great trip to Maryland. I'm glad yeah. you're back home safe. Yeah, it's good to be back. Good to be. You know, that is the one cool thing though. You say a perk of the job. Another perk of the job is liking this job because you know, especially after a trip, usually it's like, oh, I got to go back to work. And I was like, yay, we get to do a show today. <laughs> so I, I was very pumped to have you get big old hug right when you got in here. Yeah. We had that whole conversation too. Let's save that for next week. We'll save it. Let's, hold on, I'm gonna write that down about um, um, uh, family. Family. Sorry. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, we're done. See ya. Bye.